Welcome back to Create, stories of students creating their future through hard work, determination, and personalized course design here at the University of Montana College of Business. Today we sat down with Emily Barrett, a current student in the University of Montana MBA program that has already secured a dream position with Hewlett Packard. Enjoy this episode. Just like that, Emily, we are here in the Pintler Group Studios <laughs> talking to Emily. Emily, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. We're very excited. We we had a lot of questions and answers during the pre-interview stage of this podcast, so I want to jump right in. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're here in Missoula, but this is not where you're originally from. Mm-hmm. Talk to us about where, where you grew up, what brought you here. Well, I was born and raised in Springdale, Arkansas, and after I graduated high school, I decided to move to Tahlequah, Oklahoma to go to Northeastern State University for my undergraduate college experience. Very cool. Arkansas to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. It's about 60 miles. <laughs> 60 miles? Yeah. From really? where I grew up to where I went to college. I've got to take out the map and uh, sharpen up my geography skills. <laughs> Very cool. Okay. And then to Missoula. Mm-hmm. And so talk about, I haven't met many people that have started in Arkansas, moved to Oklahoma, and right. then moved to Missoula. So talk to me a little bit about that move and, and yeah. what brought you here. Yeah. Well, um, I was wrapping up my bachelor's degree in business management at NSU. And Ultimately, I felt like I was not ready to enter the professional world just yet. Um, I did complete five internships in my undergrad, and that was uh, a lot of diverse experience, but I I just didn't quite feel ready. So I, um, I had some contacts, and one person in particular, her name is Trina, she highly recommended the MBA program at the University of Montana. And so I looked into it, I applied, I got accepted, and uh, then I was also fortunate to secure a graduate assistant position. So um, within the College of Business, and that is why I'm here. That's awesome. That's really cool. Uh, so the name of this podcast is Create. And one of the things we try to ask all of our guests is, what thing or describe a time in your life when you were creating something and you talked to me a little bit about able mm-hmm. can you talk to our listeners about what able's all about yeah. and how maybe that fits into this create theme oh for sure yeah so able is a club it stands for american indigenous business leaders and it actually started here at the University of Montana. So I entered um, into my freshman year in 2017, and I wanted to get involved in one thing. I wanted to focus on one club that... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was... My phone was vibrating, and then... Okay, let me start over. Yeah, sure. Okay. So Abel is... The American Indigenous Business Leaders, it is a nationally recognized club. And when I set foot on my um, college campus my freshman year in 2017, I wanted to put my focus and my energy and my talent into one thing, one club, one extracurricular. So I went to the I went to the fair, I talked to the people, and then I, I stumbled upon the table for, for Abel and it was one woman, 
Um, it was a one woman band at that time. And so I decided to partner up with this, with this person and help her kind of, um, get able back off the ground because the club had kind of died down over the years at that campus. So I wanted to create a space for myself and other like-minded individuals to feel um, at home at a place that was not our home. (laughs) Um, I know I was only 60 miles away from home, but I still Uh, I I traveled, you know, away from home so that I could get a more diverse experience. So, yeah, I wanted to I wanted to be a force in in the club. And ultimately, I think I succeeded in that. And I was able to, uh, you know, be a leader in the club for all four years of my undergraduate experience. And ultimately is part of the reason also why I chose to come to the University of Montana, because that club played such a significant role in my development, like professionally and personally. So for folks listening who are thinking, Abel sounds really great. I want to be a part of that. Can you talk them through and give the quick pitch on like what additionally Abel, Abel does? Yeah, I, it is all about um, personal and career development, I, I would say. I mean, that was that was how I always sold it, you know. Um, do you want to come together with a group of like-minded individuals who have, um, you know, maybe a slight interest in, in business and, and maybe what is happening in business these days, but it goes so far beyond business. I know that it is in the, the title of the club, but I have met so many people through the annual conferences and, and through the Indigenous Scholars Program that I got to intern through. Um, it, it just, it is a place, it is a an organization that has endless opportunities. And so, you know, it it can be intimidating that it is called, uh, you know, a business leaders club, but really we can all be a business leader. Um, it doesn't matter what your major is or what your focus is in school. Um, we can all use some professional development, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> and we also, um, we can all use, uh, you know, growing our network, diversifying our network and um, establishing deep connections with people that may not directly benefit you right now, but they definitely can in the future. I'm sold. Time you. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of students from undergrad to graduate think about graduate school and say to themselves, boy, you know, maybe I took a couple of years off from undergrad to taking graduate schools, but maybe I'm in a career that I'm just not totally happy with. I want to level up. It sounds like with the MBA program at the University of Montana, that happened in a real way for you, that mm-hmm. you attended the MBA program. It sounds like some really great things happened here based on our conversations mm-hmm. uh, in the pre-interview. And now you've got an amazing job offer from HP, Hewlett Packard. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you're going to their Boise offices. It's this amazing job offer. Talk to us about how that happened and what that arc looked like. Oh, yeah. The circle. (laughs) Yeah, the circle. Let's talk about that. Um, Yeah. So, you know, it, it all came together 
pretty naturally, I would say. Um, so like I, I said before, I was a little bit scared, you know, I was so excited to graduate, but by the time, you know, August of my senior year came around, I, I just had to take a step back and be like, yeah, maybe I'm not done with school. Maybe school is comfortable and natural for me as, you know, someone who has always loved learning. And so I... <laughs> You're kind of good at school. Yeah. You know, I'm good if at it, school. It, I'm going to keep going yeah. to school. I right. mean, why which, not? <laughs> which maybe isn't the best, you know, for folks listening. It's like, hey, maybe not the only reason to go to graduate right. school. No, definitely not the only reason. Um, and I, I, I have no regrets for, for my decision. Um, and why I chose to continue in school and specifically choose this program. So I read about it online first before applying. And uh, I, I knew that it was a, the MBA program was focused towards people who are already established in their career, looking for that leg up, like you said. And I knew that I was kind of going to come into it being a minority, uh, coming straight from undergrad. And that is the reality of it. There actually are not very many students who come from straight from undergrad. uh, Because, you know, there is a, a, a divide between those in the classroom that have been in their industry or been in their career for five, 10 years. And, and those of us who, you know, lack that professional experience, but I believe we all bring something special to the table. And, and through my internship experiences, I have been able to um, kind of connect more of the dots between what I have learned in class and what is actually going on in the business world. And, and so ultimately, you know, my goal um, when I started my senior year of, of undergrad was to be an employee of HP. And so I've been kind of chasing that dream and it is what led me here, but I was attracted by the, what the program had to offer from the get-go. Um, and if you would have asked me five years ago if I would have uh, wanted to continue in school and be a grad student, I would have said, heck no. <laughs> I was going to be done at four. But like I said, you know, I learning, it, it, it does come naturally to me. And, and I'm so happy that I, I decided to come here because the things that I've learned from my classmates in the program, I, I don't think I could have gotten that experience anywhere else. I mean, the fact that um, we have the Zoom option for uh, students to be, you know, Zooming in from all across the United States um, if, if they wanted to into the program and, and just the level of, of education and expertise that th- all of our professors have and bring to the table is seriously like no other. That's really cool to hear. Can you talk a little bit about maybe some of your favorite classes that you've taken and what your takeaways were in those classes? Well, one of my favorite classes was the digital marketing class with Kyle Pucko. Hey, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) Very funny. I really did. Um, Yeah, so I have always liked, um, well, I've always been a business student in, in all of my college career. And so what I like to do on the side is take classes um, that challenge me because I'm not a very creative person. 
Um, well, I, I wouldn't call myself a very creative person. I am very like um, data driven. Um, I don't know what side of the brain that is. Um, Neither. <laughs> one of this, I'm obviously one side over the other, like all of us. Um, and so, yeah, I really did enjoy the the digital marketing class that you that you taught the weekend class, and the other class that I have really um, oddly enjoyed, uh, and I would say oddly because I never thought that I would like HR but I'm currently taking um, an organizational behavior class. And I was a little sold last year on on HR through a weekend class also, but this class is kind of giving me this, uh, this passion for HR that I never knew I had. And so that that's like really exciting to me, especially going into HP because on my team that I work for in HP, um, there's over 100 years of, of service experience at HP in my team. Two of my team members this year celebrated 30-year anniversaries. That's so, incredible. yeah, and, and every single one of them has done so many different jobs in the business. And so, um, you know, I, I've got my in as in pricing analysis role in my team for, for starting next year. But... Ultimately, you know, I want to move around and, and I definitely, after um, taking this class and realizing that I have this passion for HR, I, I'm very interested into moving into that kind that side of the business. Love it. So pricing analysis. Mm-hmm. For those listening who think, hmm, you know, not a career field that made the top of my list in third grade. Right. But sounds kind of cool after understanding the power of data, mm-hmm. you know, looking at, well, how does that impact the bottom line if they're into accounting? Mm-hmm. How does it impact total, you know, market share, market value? Talk to us a little bit about how you how you got into that and what? Yeah. Why you mean why I would choose this? <laughs> I think it's kind of fascinating. Oh, Pricing it, it is, is always so interesting. How did they land on that? How right. Yeah, um so to be honest, um, I interviewed for an operations management role, uh, my first go around, my very first interviews in HP, and it was one of the managers who interviewed me, who kind of who called me back basically the next year because I I didn't end up getting that internship, and so uh, he called me back and he told me a little bit about his team uh, at first. The first like attraction was uh, it's a worldwide team. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I get to work with people all around the world. Pretty cool. Sign me up. And uh, so then he started kind of getting into the nitty gritty of like what the team does. And I understood nothing whenever <laughs> he was telling me this. I was just like, okay, yeah, uh, you're offering me an internship position. Uh, you're telling me a little bit about this project I'm going to be working on. And my first internship project was cost. It was a costing okay. um, a project. And so last year was more focused on cost. And then this year, I I just jumped right in in the pricing world. And it is it is surprisingly exciting because... Um, what I, what I'm aiming to do my project this year is like, um, driving alignment between these three different, um, 
routes to market for printers. And um, so two of the routes to market, the people that control the pricing are within my team and one is outside. And so I'm kind of putting like my people skills to use also by like bringing all of these people to the table and saying like, hey, the data is showing us that we don't have alignment. How can we get alignment? And so I never, uh, never pictured myself to be a pricing analyst, but every day is different. Like when, when I think about a data role, I'm like, oh yeah, you're just sitting at the computer in Excel, blah, blah, blah. And it's so much more than that. And it is exciting work. Um, also because I'm so new at it. Um, you know, I, I have not any prior experience in, you know, a data driven role. All of my other internship experiences were more like on the administration side of business. Mm -hmm. And so now I, I get to make a meaningful impact with my work because you're right, you know, pricing makes so many other business decisions like outside of profit, you know, because yeah. uh, you have to stay competitive. And like you and I were talking about in our pre-interview process, you know, like what does the world of print even look like in a few years? Like it's kind of becoming obsolete in a lot of ways because we're transforming into this digital world. And so I, I, with, with that, I would also just like to say data doesn't lie. And I love that because yeah. it it's all about interpretation and uh, just using your knowledge and your experience to um, sort of be like, yeah, you know, you see 15% I see 85%, you know, like mm-hmm. it's all about interpretation. So I find that fun. Super fun. I would also imagine since you don't have a ton of experience in the pricing world that you can come at it with a beginner's mind, which yeah. can be really powerful Yeah, that you have people who might be celebrating their 30 year anniversary of HP and have mm-hmm. seen this, you know, the world go from everybody has to have a printer to, well, what does the next level yeah. look like? So I'm sure bringing that perspective adds a ton of value to the team, even if it's not in the form of 50 years of experience. Right. Well, yeah, and that's, you know, what my manager ultimately said to me when he offered me the full-time position was that I do bring a very valuable perspective to the table. And I do lack you know, years of experience, but that doesn't mean that I don't have value. And I, I'm in a very small team. There's only eight of us. And mm-hmm. so, you know, there's also a lot of room for me to make such a positive influence because, you know, I'm not set in my ways. I haven't been working there for 15, 20 years. And, right. and so, it's also an exciting position because everybody wants to like give me their advice and stuff. So I can <laughs> right. just set up a meeting with whoever I want. And, you know, obviously they need to accept it and be willing to meet of with course. me. But everybody is willing to talk to what I would essentially call fresh blood. And, you know, HP is a huge corporation. Right. So there's, there's always, um, 
there's always room for new minds at the table. Yeah, and tons of knowledge internally. You know, we kind of knock on, oh, somebody with 50 years of experience, but they've got wisdom, Yeah. you know, that we can certainly learn from. I'm soaking it up. Yeah, and I remember going through the MBA program at the university and finding a lot of the discussions that we had in class to be really future-focused. Yeah. So we'd talk about, well, what does this mean for... You know, I remember talking about J.C. Penney when they were trying to pivot and they removed the coupons. And we we're talking about what does it mean for retail? How does Amazon fit into all? And really great conversations mm-hmm. that I could see also that you know could benefit your role here in yeah. person. Um, you you clearly have a lot of ambition. You clearly with Able were taking on leadership roles. Um, you mentioned before the podcast started that this is something that's really important for you, specifically in the Native American organizations and uh, Native American representation. Can you talk mm-hmm. a little bit about about that? Yeah. Um, so I did not I did not grow up like in a traditional like Native household or really honing in on on like our native heritage at all in a lot of ways I was very um I had a very urban upbringing so that was um definitely it was part of my decision to travel 60 miles away from home and go to Tahlequah Tahlequah Oklahoma is the capital of the Cherokee Nation and I am a Cherokee so part of you know my my life goal and the legacy that I want to leave behind is that I am not only being like a success story for myself and for my family's name and reputation, but for all Native people as well. Um, So I'm sure, you know, whoever's listening to this may or may not know, but there is not a lot of Native representation in corporate America. And that. I already talked to my manager about this. We we have to set goals, all the employees, every year. And so I told him, you know, when I onboard next year full time, part of one of my goals I want to be, uh, I want to have is to increase Native representation. And, and you know, I want to go back to the University of Montana and I want to recruit people because, you know, there's such a, it's an untapped a group of of people who bring such a valuable perspective to to life and to the table. Why do you imagine it's untapped? Because statistically, um, Native folks um, either because they they don't have the support or the encouragement. But statistically, we are not um, we're not going to to school at the same rate as our Caucasian or um, other ethnicity counterparts. And and we think about the area that we're in such a such a hot spot for, you know, native representation. And, Mm. um, you know, I I don't see a ton of native people in my program. And mm-hmm. so I've got, you know, one one good buddy, his name is Vince, and I'm trying to get him on board with the HP, <laughs> the HP way. But um, no, yeah, I, I think it's untapped because of like 
just how resilient we are and how determined we are to succeed. But a lot of a lot of young Native people don't know of all of the um, resources that are out there and just the fact that, uh, yeah, I just I just want to be somebody that people can look up to and can can say, like, if she can do it, I can do it. Well, you're certainly well on your way. (laughs) Thank you. Congratulations again. That's just really exciting. Um, Yeah. I think the last, maybe the last question I might, I might have for you would just be the program itself, Mm -hmm. you know, and when you're, so you didn't know many people uh, coming up here from yeah, I didn't Oklahoma. know anybody. <laughs> didn't know a single person. So kudos well, to you. Well, besides Don, I had I had talked to Don Hambrick over the phone. Don, so. for those that don't know, uh, and if you're looking at the program, you'll soon know. But Don yeah. is admissions here at the graduate program, uh, and super involved in everything graduate school, college mm-hmm. business. She'll help you craft your schedule, create your mm-hmm. schedule, all of the above. Uh, but what what was that like starting in a spot where you didn't know many people or anybody? and to where you are today? Well, I would love to say that it was all exciting, but it was also terrifying. Um, I traveled 1,700 miles away from everything I knew. I had never been here before. I had just heard all of these great things. Oh, Missoula, Montana, it's a wonderful place to be. So I was like, well... I respect the people that are telling me this, so it must be a fun adventure that we're about to go on. So, um, yeah, I I was very nervous, but I also knew that I was going to walk into the classroom with the same confidence that I, I bring with me everywhere I go and that I knew I was coming to the right place. Just how I got here how, you know, my story, how it was, you know, getting involved in ABLE freshman year and then senior year using a contact from ABLE to get internship at HP and and then, you know, ultimately securing a job at HP. And so now I, I'm well on my way to feeling like I have a very, very strong foundation for when I leave. So I'm a part-time student right now. Still, I'm finishing up. I'm graduating in May of 2023, and I'll be leaving. And when I leave, I'm going to know that I have many people who are who are rooting for me in, Mo- in Montana and in Missoula, and also many people that I can call back upon, um, you know, in the future and, and also say, uh, you know, hey, I'm officially a full-time employee at HP. Let's get some recruitment going. <laughs> Excellent. Table up at the Gallagher Business Building. That's, yeah. That's awesome. Oh, yeah. You'll see me, hopefully, in a, in a couple years. I'm I'll, be, sure, I'll be back. I'm sure you'll get a lot of requests, probably more than you'd even care to uh, <laughs> reply to. But, hey, Emily, can you come back and talk in this class? And, you know, table at this. HP will be like, uh, you still have a job here. We need you to, like, analyze some pricing for us and not, <laughs> not just go hang out at the Gallagher Visibility. But it's all we, about balance, right? We certainly hope you come back and visit us yeah. uh, when you when you head to the, head to Boise. Um, Emily, thank you so much yeah, uh, thank for, you. for being with us today. Really appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you everyone for listening to this amazing episode with Emily. 
If you have questions about any of the graduate programs here at the University of Montana, feel free to send questions our way. We'll leave all the information in the show notes, or you can visit umt.edu business to learn more. This has been a podcast by the University of Montana College of Business in collaboration with us, Pintler Group Digital Marketing based right here in Missoula, Montana.